is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this hour, Graham Couch on Michigan State at Nebraska and Big Ten basketball. Brian Bush, voice of the Wolverines on their resurgence and their final two games and how Jerry Palm, the CBSSports.com bracketologist, now has them in the NCAA tournament field with his latest update today. So I believe if they split two road games at Illinois, at Indiana, they're in the tournament and they don't have to win a game in the Big Ten tourney in Chicago. They split, they'll be 12-8 and eight in the Big Ten. Case closed. And don't tell me that Wisconsin or Mississippi State are going to get an at-large berth. Now, if they lose both games, then it could be the flip that they'll have to win a game. And then hope, like what happened last night, that you get teams in front of them get knocked off earlier in their conference tournaments. So we'll talk to Brian Bush, voice of the Wolverines, Graham Couch from Lincoln, Nebraska, on Michigan State at Nebraska tonight. I think that's a late game. 9 p.m. tip Michigan time. They do it for the student-athletes. So the Michigan players get back on the plane and come back. We also had Ken Cal, Voice of the Wings, on. He was getting set to jump on the Wings bus. That commentary, his opinion on the Wings and mine before the end of the hour. That also led us to our Bud Light huge question of the day. What Detroit pro sports team gets back to the playoffs first? We kind of update this every six months or so. Lions, Pistons, Tigers, or Wings? So Lions, in my book right now, you can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, all of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And also drop comments instantly on the HUGE text chain. They don't get crushed with ads or bounce backs. It's free. Just text the word HUGE to 21000. Uh, NHL trade deadline is on Friday, but three-time Stanley Cup champion Patrick Kane traded from the Hawks to the Rangers. There you go. And Kevin Durant will make his debut with the Suns on Wednesday. No word yet if the NBA is allowing two basketballs to be used. Because how is Durant going to share the rock 
with Booker. I know some will say, well, look how he shared with Curry and Clay. He couldn't wait to get out of there. It's like the Lakers when they had Westbrook, AD, and a healthy LeBron. And the minute they made that deal, I said, you're going to need to play with three basketballs. Right? That's what you're going to need to do. So you can join in with your comments on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Let's go talk Michigan State and Big Ten basketball. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, co-host Couch in the Rube podcast you can find wherever you download podcasts. He's standing by in the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. All right, Graham, you've seen a lot of Michigan State since you made that move from the Kalamazoo area to East Lansing. Before we get to Nebraska tonight, how how long does that Iowa game truly linger with that team, that coaching staff, and anybody connected to Michigan State hoops? Yeah, probably the least amount of time with the players. Uh, That's just my experience with with athletes and moments that seem like you, you just can't recover from something. And they get over it faster than other people i think part of it helps they get to play again and you know they have more control over what's ahead and so but that was a brutal i mean that that's going to be an all-timer that's going to be one they tell grandchildren about it's going to be one that people i mean it's just that was up there with like illinois arizona in 2005 and the elite eight maybe not quite as much at stake but the sort of speed in which a double-digit lead vanished and a certain outcome changed uh, it was, is something you just don't see very often. So moving on from Iowa City now to Lincoln and Nebraska surprisingly playing some of the best basketball in the Big Ten uh, right now. What about that matchup tonight? Yeah, they're playing better. They've won five of six, four of five. They've got a guard from Japan who's extremely good of late, averaging 21.5 points for the last six games. And he was really a non-factor in the first matchup. I, from a, just a basketball standpoint, I really like the matchup for MSU because Nebraska doesn't have the player at the position that, that most hurts them. Like if you have a five that's a problem, then that's a problem for Michigan State, and, and they can have to make up for it in other ways. When you when you can't hurt him that way, and in the first matchups, Soko played pretty well. Jackson Kohler had kind of a breakout game, and when when they're able to do that, the rest of the positions, Michigan State usually has advantages. They've usually got the better backcourt, and um, they've got you know really good forwards. So, from just a strict basketball standpoint, I, I like the matchup a lot. Now, it's a tough place to play. It's a great crowd there. It's a cool new arena, and. It's well, fairly new, I guess, at this point. But it's um, and it's a Nebraska team that's playing with confidence. It, it, I, I, mean, I would be very surprised if it's an easy win for Michigan State. Um, but I do think it's one where just because of how the the two lineups match up, I, I, I like their chances. You know, it's crazy when I'm sitting here looking at the Big Ten standings, and you see Nebraska with a better record than Ohio State in the Big Ten, and the same record as Wisconsin and Penn State. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, they're playing for their postseason lives a bit, too. Not for the NCAA tournament. It would take, you know, they'd have to win the Big Ten tournament. but um, And they played a, a tough non-conference. But they're 15-14. If they finish above 500 overall and, and uh, you know, with you know nine or so Big Ten wins, they're probably going to be in the NIT. And and that's something for that program, I think, would, would be welcomed. And um, so 
you know, there's still postseason thoughts on their minds, the way they're finishing the year. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it's been they did this last year strangely at the end, but it was much. Uh, I guess mean, it was even less expected then, where they were awful all season and they won three straight games on the road against good teams. This year they're playing a different style. I think Fred Hoiberg has finally bought into the idea that you can't play this wide-open, helter-skelter game unless you really have better athletes than people. And and they don't. So they, they're playing more of a Big Ten brand of hoops, and and, uh, and it's worked for them. You know, a couple weeks ago, last time we talked, and Graham College from the Lansing State Journal joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan it looked like eight or nine was the debate, maybe even 10 teams from the Big Ten, you know, let's say a month ago. And now you're looking at the way on how some Big Ten teams are playing at the end of the year. And I do wonder what that number will be on Selection Sunday for the NCAA tournament when it comes to the number of Big Ten teams that get in. Yeah, it's nowhere near what it was. And, you know, that stuff has a way of forcing itself to out because people slump at the wrong time or – when everybody's very equal, somebody's just got the wrong matchups or the wrong schedule and, and, and fades a, a little bit. And, and there are teams that are unexpected, like Northwestern. There are teams that are unexpected, like Ohio State on the other end, that, that I thought was a dark horse contender that's 4-14. Four and 14. I think that number now is probably 8. Um, and, uh, you know, but Penn State making a run late, Wisconsin still in, in, in the mix. You know, Michigan's going to be a really interesting case because – they're playing like an NCAA tournament team right now. And we all know what an NCAA tournament team looks like. And it's just their, their, their non-league resume that, that hurts them so badly. But I don't even know if, you know, I mean, they've got a great opportunity this week. And so I would guess Purdue, Indiana, Maryland, Northwestern, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan State, that's seven, are, are in for sure. Rutgers likely in, although it's been an interesting fade down the stretch for them. Michigan, more and more likely, uh, and then Penn State and Wisconsin still feeling like they could do something. Wisconsin's probably in trouble now after that loss to Michigan, but Penn State feeling like they could get there. So you could still get the 10 if everything broke perfectly, um, but more likely you're looking at it at probably eight. One thing I said about the Big Ten tournament in Chicago yesterday, that you take, uh, and we'll go even down to Ohio State, you go Ohio State at on up. And you put all these teams on a neutral site, neutral site, with how they've played, the way they're playing now, and try and figure out who truly are the top two teams. That's a tough one. Right. And the other thing is, does the Big Ten tournament reveal that? And who's motivated when they're there and wants to play? I mean, my problem with the Big Ten tournament always has been, if, if, the, if the Big Ten wanted people to take it seriously, you don't finish on Sunday. Uh, you don't ask people to play four games in four days into Sunday, a game that the NCAA tournament committee has already said they don't value because it's too late. And then some teams have to turn around and play Thursday. And so teams check out sometimes. Like if I'm Purdue, now Purdue's in a little different spot now because they're not playing well. But a couple weeks ago, there's no way if I'm Purdue, I, w- I would be just as satisfied dropping out on Saturday. Um, you know, I, it's the, how taxed do you want to – but for other teams, if you're Indiana – and Purdue's been ahead of you all year, and they win the Big Ten, and you're playing as well as anybody, the Big Ten tournament can matter. So there's so many things at stake, because some teams will be desperate. Some teams will care less. That are in. It's not a true t- – I mean, that's why it's not the Big Ten champion. It's the Big Ten champion is the regular season, because it, it just doesn't it, – it, 
it doesn't reveal there there are a lot of variables that go into it and and I and those will be fascinating this year because I think the the coolest thing about this year's Big Ten tournament is that more teams than ever have a chance to win games and be a problem. And outside of Minnesota, I mean, I'm guessing Ohio State is gone pretty quickly too, but really outside of Minnesota, you know, Ohio State just beat Illinois, who one could argue is in the top three or four teams in terms of a chance to make an NCAA tournament run. Like, there is nobody once on that Thursday that's just going to be a guaranteed win against. And so that's going to make it's going to make it a lot of fun to watch. And and you cannot fake desperation. I've always thought that's what makes mid-major conference tournaments so great when there's one bid and everybody's there. And when teams feel like they need to win at the Big Ten tournament or they're motivated to win, they usually do. And so you'll see that too. So I would I would expect the Indianas of the world, um, teams that Michigan, for example, that needs wins um, to do well. If State would lose tonight, they would be nine and nine in the Big Ten, and then they get Ohio State on Senior Day on Saturday. For the sake of this "what if" conversation, well, what if they lost those next two starting tonight? I, I think they're in. Just looking at their resume, where they are on the net rankings and all that stuff, um, because I really was under the sort of, and this isn't just my own assumption, but talking to people that ten and ten all year in the Big Ten for them based on their non-league resume and who they played and beaten, would have been enough. But the Minnesota game that's not being made up would have not have helped them. I mean, that, that only hurts your net ranking even playing that game. So the fact that the game's not being played, if that doesn't hurt them, then 9-10 and 10 is the same as 10-10 and 10 at least. And they're in because um, they've already got the nine wins. You know, we'll, they say the committee's not supposed to look at the last 10 and the way you finish. I think there's human nature there. I think... There is a danger for Michigan State to fall into a seed range that you don't want to be in. And it, because the thing that Michigan State has done the last three games, other than win them, is played some of its best basketball uh, for 37 minutes against Michigan, played pretty well on the road, played great for the last 26 minutes against Indiana, played its best offensive game against Iowa for 38. Like, if they just beat Iowa, if they hang on, if Fran McCaffrey gets the technical, he probably should have gotten and they win by 12, then you're looking at, the storylines, and don't get me wrong, they deserve they they did some things as well that deserve that collapse. But the storyline is just, boy, are they playing better at the right time of year again? And so I think the danger for Michigan State is this is a team that should not be a bubble team. This is a team that is not uh, this is better than last year's team. It is better than the team two years ago. And you don't want to have a season that ends up feeling like those seasons did, where you're playing on a seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, first round, and, and even if you get to the second round, you're playing a, a top seed right away. That's what they've got to avoid. They've got to find a way, get off the mat, you win it with Nebraska, you beat Ohio State, and then say you win a Big Ten tournament game, you're probably in, in a spot where you're getting a six seed, and and that's a better path to the second weekend. Yeah, Michigan State right now in the latest Jerry Palm bracketology update from earlier this morning, a seven seed. So with a couple wins, I agree with you. They could be on that six-seed line even before uh, the Big Ten tourney. We'll see what happens tonight in Nebraska. You can follow everything Michigan State with Graham Couch in the Lansing State Journal. And also wherever you download podcasts, look for Couch in the Rube podcast where Graham is a co-host and an opinion maker. Graham, appreciate it. Enjoy the game. Thanks. Anytime. Take care, Bill. All right, Graham Couch checking in. 
I think he's in Lincoln, Nebraska, isn't he? Getting ready for the game tonight, Michigan State and Nebraska. Late tip. They do it for the students, especially Michigan State, coming back on the plane with that 9 p.m. Michigan time tip-off. Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball in our next segment. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Who's next to get back to the playoffs from the four Detroit Pro teams? Lions, Pistons, Wings, Tigers. Easiest way to join in, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can also go live on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. And also instant opinions on the Huge text chain. Just text the word HUGE to 21000. That's H-U-G-E to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for women. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Final week of the men's Big Ten basketball season is in here for Michigan State. One game on a road, one at home, and one probably not being made up, and that probably would have been a win had it been made up against Minnesota. But that's then, and this is now on the Spartans' next task is at Nebraska on Tuesday night at the start of the year. That looked like almost a certain win, right? But Nebraska's been hot. Five out of six wins in February. An 11-3 record this season at home coming off a big win this last Saturday at home over Minnesota. And what do the Spartans have left after their tough loss Saturday at Iowa? They get right back up, have to go right back on the road out west of Nebraska where that'll be a raucous crowd before the home finale at noon Saturday against Ohio State. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m., live on stage at DeVos Performance Hall. Back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, The Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tour info, check out TheWineryDogs.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Show is back live across Michigan. We do it each and every afternoon, 3 until 6. For the radio station close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Want to give a shout-out to the Somerville family and AM 1280 and Alma Mount Pleasant. Also 93.7 FM, the ticket Cadillac to Traverse City. Thank you for your long-time support. TheHugeShow.net, the complete list of stations. You can also listen to our free online stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen live anywhere in America, if not the world. Just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Who's the next pro Detroit team to get back to the playoffs? Lions, Pistons, Tigers, or Wings? You can drop your answer on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. It's free, and you don't get crushed with ads or bounce backs. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Let's go talk about Michigan basketball. I mentioned Jerry Palm's updated bracketology this morning had Michigan in the NCAA tournament field. Still some work to do. I think if they split these last two games on the road and they finish 12-8 and eight in the regular season in the Big Ten, how do you deny them a spot in the tournament? Brian Bush is the voice of Michigan basketball. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. Welcome back, big guy. Hey, good to be here, Bill. Thanks for having me. Man, this team, what, a month ago, they were... They they were left for maybe not even making the NIT. Well, yeah, I think don't you have to be at least five hundred to make the NIT? They were eleven and ten at the end of January, and, and this has been somewhat out of nowhere. Yet at the same time, somewhat um, yeah, not expected, but at least within their range of outcomes. And you know, to your point about them being in or out right now, I'm I'm, I'm with you. If you can split one, I think you have to probably. Uh, avoid going over in Chicago and then just kind of root for a bunch of favorites come, you know, the rest of the, the conference tournament season. But uh, yeah, I mean, what this team has done in the month of February is, has been huge. And I think a lot of it stems from that duo in the backcourt of, of Kobe Bufkin and Doug McDaniel. That's just where I was going, man. McDaniel and uh, Bufkin, uh, the way they've emerged. And if you look at Michigan's success, Brian, I know you've seen it up close and personal, but it really has been about quality point guard play and strong shooting in the backcourt and the ability to take it to the rack. And Bufkin, when you look inside the numbers of going to the rim, as good as anybody in college basketball. Yeah, I mean, what Bufkin has done, his evolution has been a thrill to watch. He is such a special player. Uh, it seems like he's getting better every time he plays. And, and you talk about Doug McDaniel. You know, Michigan, outside of these last few years, they, they had struggled against Wisconsin and, and that, that unique pack line defense a lot of times because, you know, you had to have guards make shots. And, and not often do you have a point guard have a zero assist game and you say, boy, he played awesome. But that was Doug. I mean, he scored 20 points. He didn't force a whole lot unless it was necessary, right? Late in the shot clock, didn't have a whole lot of, of other opportunities but you know his assists have not been as high as they have been in the last few games. But he's scoring. He just he's making the right plays. And I, I I do think if you were to find the way to you know have some hockey assists in all of this, I think those hockey assist numbers have been really good for Doug as of late. That's a good sign for the totality of of the five on the floor that they've been able to 
to merge and come together in a way that, you know, they're not turning the ball over much. They're, they're generating pretty good shots. And, you know, against a team like Wisconsin, they, they handed the Badgers one of their worst defensive showings of the, of the season. They needed every last point in that, uh, but they found a way. And, and, you know, Doug's maturation over the course of the season has been just incredible to watch. It sure has. Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball, joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. And Jed Howard, uh, when he's been down in his injuries, and again, I never root for anybody to get hurt, but the way Bufkin has stepped up, uh, Doug McDaniel uh, needing to score, penetrate, hit shots, uh, looking at Dickinson down low. I know Dickinson had the miracle heave to force that whiskey game into OT, but you know, you're Jed Howard, you're Juwan Howard, his dad, you're Martelli, Saudi, that staff. Uh, you really have... Uh, a good formula where Jed Howard now doesn't have to be your go-to guy. And I think that was part of the problem. A true freshman shooting more than Hunter Dickinson or Bufkin or McDaniel uh, was part of the problem with Michigan. And Jed now has to play on both ends of the floor. And you have the luxury of four offensive options now if you're Juwan Howard. Yeah, and I think what will be really fascinating to watch is how Michigan reintegrates Jed Howard. We don't know for sure if he's going to play on Thursday, but certainly based on the conversations uh, that Juwan Howard had in his postgame presser that he was, you know, clamoring to play on Sunday against Wisconsin, I think it's fair to say it's pretty likely Jet will go against Illinois. The, the J- Michigan needs Jed Howard to make a run into the NCAA tournament, and then if they do get there to to go deep into it but you know maybe it is refining a little bit of what his usage rate is right there are ways to say hey let's not have you be as ball dominant but still that could open up just as many open looks just as many opportunities so you've seen Michigan reintegrate Terrence Williams the second the last few games and and T. Will has been a glue guy a, a dirty work type of a player much of his career that next step offensively hasn't happened yet so he's been coming off the bench, and he's been plus, been like what plus thirty eight in the last two games alone since he's come back from injury. So you know, with Jet, it's going to be up to the coaching staff to see, hey, you know, we this has worked without Jet. Now, how do we highlight his positives and maybe mask a little bit of the of the issues here and there? There aren't many with Jet, um, but you know, take that usage down a tick or two. Maybe not play him 38 minutes, play him 33, 34, which might be a necessity because of the injury. There's a lot of those moving parts. And, hey, you know, March starts tomorrow. It really started on that Dickinson heave on Sunday afternoon. Uh, you, you find a way to win. And, and I think Michigan has some different strings they can pull and some things that are going to be tough for teams to prep for because they haven't done it the way that they've done it. Uh, like they'll have to here with Jet coming back, we assume, on Thursday. Yeah, a great point on Williams. I just was going to say the same thing, that he understands his role, and you see the team is better for it. And if Howard can understand that, when he's on, hey, man, uh, like the Iowa road game, let him just keep shooting. Uh, when he's off, he's got to learn to back off. And if he's hurting you on the defensive side of the floor, you got to find the right minutes, the right spot to get him in there. And that's a delicate balance more than Williams because Juwan Howard – uh, is his father, and you don't know if Jed is one and done. He doesn't look like a one and done guy to me. Buffkin looks more NBA ready uh, than Jet right now, but a lot of basketball left. You can follow Brian on the Michigan Basketball IMG Network. Uh, good stuff, Brian. Appreciate you stopping by the Huge Show. Always glad to do it. Have a good one. All right, Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball, checking in. Yeah, if they split at Illinois, at Indiana, they're twelve and eight in the Big Ten. 
That's a lock. They don't have to win a game in the Big Ten tournament. And you know what? I'm not on the NCAA selection committee, but I decide who plays in the tournament. I got that poll. People are like, well, why don't you coach? I go, I don't need to coach. I'm on the NCAA selection committee. Yeah, you don't see my name officially there, but I'm on it. Oh, you should coach if you know more than Juwan Howard, what people said a month ago. I do coach. I coach every single day from 3 until 6 on the Huge Show. That's what I do. Superfly Hayes, he puts up with me. It's a paycheck. I get it. I understand it with him. Now, if you miss any of my huge opinions, any of our interviews, any of our hours or our full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. That would be Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. We also have the free stream weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net and on the iHeart app. Search The Huge Show and you can listen live Weekday afternoons, 3 until 6, anywhere in America, and I think in the world, where you get the iHeart app. Anywhere. I was looking at the countries where we're popular. Amazing. Moldova, we're number one with a bullet in Moldova. Romania, this show is huge, they call it. They love me. Eastern Europe, uh, South America, Argentina, they did a poll, Messi. Then me, number two, popular sports figures. Thank you, Buenos Aires, and all my mucha de randa fanta. So just remember uh, to search the huge show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Let's go to Connie and Flint, one of our huge audience members. Thanks for the wait. And you're on this broadcast across Michigan. Hello, Mr. Huge. How you doing? Well, I'm about... This is the first time call. Great. I want to hear some women calling in here. What's the matter with these sports-minded women? Why do you want to hear some women? Because they, they some of them are good sports people. They are, how, how old are you, Connie? 79. 79 years old. So you like to hear those little female voices on the radio, don't you? No, I just like to hear women get interested in sports. Really? You're I, I love hockey. You love how you big wings fan? Yes. Who's your favorite wing? Shanahan. Shanahan. Is it and is your wife around, Connie? My wife? Yeah. You're, I am a female. Oh, I'm sorry. You're sorry. Your your man there did the same thing. <laughs> I'll be damned. Lost my identity. <laughs> I hope you choke to death, huge. I'm sorry, Connie. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mark. I'm not a lesbian either. <laughs> You're not a lesbian. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you got your laugh for the day, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> now you got me doing it. Mother, did you? Did you, Mother? Mother, did you? Not? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, God, Connie. Oh, oh. That's the best laugh you've had all day. That's the best laugh I've had in a while, girl. (laughs) I got cursed with this low voice. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be. Everybody does it. (laughs) I'm I'm used to it. And you got to tell everybody you're not a lesbian? Yeah. Especially when they ask me where my wife is. You know, laughing is good for you. Oh, I know, Connie. I know that. Well, I'm getting a good dose, good dose, good dose of healing right now. I'll have to call you more often. Yeah, well, you do that, Connie. You stay in touch, okay? Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Flint Generals, too. All right, well, great. Uh, and when Chris Bird fights Tyson, I hope he just beats his butt. All right, Connie. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Mr. Huge. See you, Mrs. Connie. <laughs> <laughs> Mallor, Mallor, did you did you did you ask the same thing? I called her sir. <laughs> uh, man, I can't pay. I can't pay for some of these callers. <laughs> oh man, the show is so unpredictable. Everything huge, twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net. A pair of huge games this coming Friday and Saturday at Van Amber Arena with playoff implications as the Griffins take on the Iowa Wild. Friday night's $2 beers and $2 dogs. Saturday is Star Wars night, presented by DTE. Get tickets now at GriffinsHockey.com. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. We play for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soaring Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join Van Andel Institute's Purple Community for the 11th Annual Grand Rapids Griffins Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. 100% of the proceeds will benefit groundbreaking cancer research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Don't miss out on the limited edition Griffin's Purple Apparel and your chance to bid on purple jerseys after the game. Learn more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. 
we might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Who's the first to get back to the playoffs? Tigers, Lions, Pistons, or the Wings? Ken Cal, voice of the Wings, will join us in a moment. You can answer that Bud Light huge question of the day on the Mercantile Bank hotline. Listeners can dial in at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who play their home games in downtown GR inside Van Andel Arena. Let's go talk some hockey wings. Kind of hit the wall uh, after the first period. They look pretty strong and end up losing 6-2 to Ottawa. They get the rematch with Ottawa tonight again. Uh, in Ottawa, Ken Cal, voice of the wings, getting ready to jump on the team bus. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Kenny? Doing good, Huge. How are you today? Good, man. You know, I, I watched the first period. I'm like, here we go again, playing great hockey. And then they just, like I said, uh, nothing went right the final two periods. Well, I thought Helberg was pretty good in the first period. But again, I mean, they took way too many penalties, the Red Wings did. And, you know, I... I Really, I thought it was kind of lopsided as far as the penalties were called in the game. But again, you just can't take penalties against a, a very good team with an outstanding power play. And uh, the Senators will kill you if they get four or five power plays a game. So, you know, that's one of the things the Red Wings have to do tonight, just stay out of that penalty box. And I thought they got unraveled a little bit uh, when things weren't going their way. And as a result, uh, it was a bad second period. And really, that's the reason why Ottawa won the game, I thought. Big game tonight. I know it doesn't make the season. They've been playing some great hockey over the last few weeks, but a big one tonight in Ottawa for the Wings. Yeah, big game tonight. These two teams are different in a lot of ways, but uh, you know, we saw last night Ottawa getting a little physical with Detroit, and right now the Red Wings just aren't built for, I guess, the playoffs. You know, they don't have the muscle I think it needs when you play a physical game. So, you know, I, I know Ottawa was trying to, you know play physical and get them to 
you know, take penalties and, you know, get them off their game a little bit. But what you have to do when you're not built like that is you got to go out there and win with skill. So I expect to see the Red Wings come out and play a better game here tonight. And, you know, they've got Billy Husso on that who's been spectacular. He's one of the MVPs, I think, this year for Detroit. How much work ahead is there still, Ken, for this team to get a spot in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Well, there's still a lot of work to go. And, you know, I really believe that the team is really overachieving, in my opinion. I I didn't expect them to be where they're at right now, and I don't think a lot of people expected them to be. But, you know, they're a pretty good bunch of guys. They've got solid veteran leadership. Uh, Larkin's having a terrific season. Bertuzzi's starting to come around after his injuries. Uh, Jake Wallman's been terrific on the blue line. Sider's been good as well. And Roenick's having a really good year. So all in all, the team has really been performing well. And, again, I I think the plan, the vision down the road is, is that Steve looking at the big picture right and you know he he understands that it's still going to take a little bit of time to to make this team into a winner and to make sure that some of the guys that are playing in the minor leagues right now have an opportunity to develop and then somehow make it to be good red wings one day but again as they get better i'm sure you're going to see more holes plugged as far as strengthening the overall toughness of the team and making this team playoff ready Ken Kell, Voice of the Wings, joining us just before he gets on the team bus. Wings in Ottawa tonight. Big game in terms of points and the standings. Also from the NHL with Friday's trade deadline, Patrick Kane acquired by the Rangers. They get the three-time Stanley Cup champion. Big move there for the Rangers. So the question is, uh, the Wings are overachieving. I think last night showed that, especially in the last two periods. Uh, will the Wings move anybody uh, before Friday's trade deadline? You know, if they make a move, I would say it would probably be a minor move. I don't think they're going to make a big splash in, in free agency. I think what will happen is we'll wait to the off season and see what Steve does as far as free agency to try and make the team a little bit stronger. And then hope like some of these guys like Edmondson, maybe Marco Casper, these guys can get a good look next year and see if they can make this team. If not, then they just play another year, you know, without being Red Wings. But I, I just think that it's just unfortunate for one of those teams. Like you look at, let's just say the Rangers and the, and the Devils play each other in the first round of the playoffs. Everyone's loading up, right, Hughes? And then one of those teams is going to get knocked out in the first round. So, you know, teams are gambling right now. If you're the Rangers or if you're the Maple Leafs and the Lightning and who have you, what have you, you know, you're going all in. You're giving up your future really by trading away draft choices to try and win it all. And I guess, the window of opportunity for those teams is starting to close and you want to try to win as much as you can. But on the other hand, if you get knocked out in the first round, you paid a big price. Ken Cal, uh, when the wings lose uh, the next game, Ken has to drive the team bus. So he got his operator's license in Michigan and Canada. So he's got to run. He's got to drive that big old bus and try and make those sharp left turns. Ken, uh, have a safe trip to the rink and we'll talk soon. All right, sounds good, Hughes. Always a pleasure. Yeah, I don't think you heard me or you didn't find it funny at all that I... I'll go with he didn't hear me because people not finding anything I say not funny at all must have... They must have a bad cell plan. <laughs> yeah, wow, Patrick Kane from the Hawks to the Rangers. He says they're overachieving. I... Stevie, why? There's no pressure right now. You know, if you look at the Wings resume, I swear to God they could have 10 years to rebuild with what they've done. And it fits our Bud Light huge question of the day. Who's the first Detroit pro sports team? We ask this about every six, eight months, get a vibe from the audience. 
Who's the first back in the playoffs? Tigers are going the opposite way. Pistons are. I agree the wings are improving. Lions, Lions may be that answer. That's crazy, isn't it? Not only playoffs, but home playoff games and home field advantage in the NFC. And a year from now, the trophy tour across the state, Lombardi, your Lions, 2024 Super Bowl champions. Mm. I made a promise when the year started that I would not do meth anymore, and I broke that promise. I watched Breaking Bad again. I said, there it goes. Two Super Bowls in the next five years for your Detroit Lions. Two. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.